Hello and welcome into episode 67 of the Just Talk Pod with George Arjour. Today, we talked about Kawhi Leonard, Jamal Murray, and my new favorite show on Amazon, All or Nothing with Tottenham Hotspur, and of course, can you believe the NFL season is coming up in like 10 days? It snuck up on us, so I ranked all 32 NFL quarterbacks. If you like this show, please share it with a bunch of friends. I really would appreciate it. We're going to start having guests on hopefully next week. And I just want to thank everyone who listens. I want to thank everyone who's helping this podcast grow. Please follow us on social media and subscribe to me and my brother's podcast. That being said, podcast with George and Sammy Georgeur, all part of the Sports on Tap at um, Media Network. But before we get started today, I do want to say, as always, we have a word from one of our sponsors. Hello and welcome in. Happy Monday here from uh, the Sant Hub. If you're listening to the podcast, as always, on Instagram, or sorry, Twitter, at GGeorgeur and at Just Talk Pod, I go live. I'll be doing this whole thing live there. So if you're listening to the podcast and you want to ask some questions, if you want to put in some comments, just visit the either me at GGeorgeur or the Just Talk Pod on uh, Twitter. And over there, I will be answering comments um, between every segment about what I have going on, what's going on with this podcast, and a whole bunch of things. A couple uh, fun little tidbits here. Uh, one, I should be doing this podcast actually live for, for at least a month, maybe longer, as long as, and at also the, um, that being said, podcast with my brother Sammy, live from Mexico, uh, in Tulum, Mexico, starting next week uh, i should be flying out there on wednesday really excited for that and really excited to actually talk about traveling and what it's like traveling during pandemic what it's like watching nfl football while out and about during that podcast so hopefully you guys enjoy that uh i might change my mind maybe i don't even go on wednesday um flight early in the morning so you know, might might just decide to sleep in and forget the flight and not go to Mexico. But we don't really know. We're gonna find out here Wednesday. So when this podcast comes out on Thursday, live two p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you might be seeing me in a different location. So stay tuned for that. Today's podcast is going to have multiple factors. We're going to be talking about Kawhi Leonard, Jamal Murray, um, a little bit Bucks in Heat, not long for that, and uh, Tottenham uh, Hotspur on Amazon released the All or Nothing series. It's almost like Hard Knocks soccer version, but I just want to give some thoughts on that because they are my favorite soccer team, and I want to talk about how Jose Marino uh, his leadership skills really is a good lesson for everyone watching and why I think if you watch that show and you watch Jose Marino and how he interacts with players, how he interacts with the media, how he interacts on day-to-day life of around, you know, co-workers, it's a really good uh, leadership lesson for everyone at home. And as you know, I love talking about leadership. I love, you know, hope as this company grows, trying to become a better leader and but leading by example, leading by words, leading by actions, leading by, you know, saying things that are a little tougher and maybe make people uncomfortable, make yourself uncomfortable, really important. Because sometimes it's not only about making that other person uncomfortable as a leader, but as also, you know, saying it yourself. 
So we'll get into that. And lastly, this isn't going to be a new thing starting every – it's going to be on Thursdays more often, um, but it's the NFL QB power rankings. I'm going to power rank each and every one of the NFL QBs from 32nd, and I lump them into different categories. We'll get into the rules of that. The first thing I want to talk about, yesterday the Dallas Mavericks – and the Clippers finish off uh, their series. The Clippers won 4-2. They're a better team, as you know. Uh, if you listen to my podcast or the That Being Said podcast, I love Luka Doncic. My brother loves Luka Doncic. This, this website loves Luka Doncic. But it's time to take a look and see someone like Kawhi Leonard and realize, one, he may be the best player in the NBA He's great on the defensive end. He's great on the offensive end. A lot of basketball fans tend to forget that defense is, well, I always say defense is not 50% of a game in the NBA. It's 40% of a game in the NBA because people are so good offensively that they, at times, however you play good defense, are still going to make a good shot. But the point here I want to make is I think that as fans, as GMs in the NBA as coaching, as drafting, people are making a mistake. Everyone's trying to emulate the Golden State Warriors by shooting a ton of three-pointers. When in reality, someone like Kawhi Leonard is working really, really well, and that's a mid-range game. Uh, Giannis, they're the number one seed, is not a just a big three-point shooter. I think the NBA is getting in a mistake here of only going after shooting threes, shooting a ton of threes as a way to win and emulate the Golden State Warriors. I think while everyone was zigging, Kawhi Leonard was zagging. There's still room in the NBA for a good mid-range game. There's still room in the NBA for not having to chuck up 400 threes a game to you know win a game. And the Clippers are proving that right now in the West, and the Bucks are proving that over in the East. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be shooting three-pointers, right? I'm not saying like three-pointers shouldn't exist. I, I, I'm still a firm believer that you should shoot three-pointers. Three-pointers are great. But my theory is I don't believe that everyone trying to emulate the Golden State Warriors and become a three-point shooting machine specialist team works. Look at last year. I would, let's go back since the Warriors won the NBA championship in, I think, 2015. They won, you know, three out of the last five. So the last five NBA championships, three of them have been the Golden State Warriors. They lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, LeBron shoots threes, but LeBron isn't a primary three-point shooter. So that team, even though they did have shooting around them, weren't a primary only three-point shooting team. That's one. Number two. Toronto Raptors last year of Kawhi Leonard, also not a three-point shooting team. So I feel like, kind of like Bill Belichick and the Patriots always do, the, the, the league was run happy, they went pass happy. The league went pass happy, they went run happy. And in general, when everyone zigs, it's okay to zag. And I think Kawhi Leonard and the uh, Clippers are doing that right now. I think LeBron James and the Lakers are doing that right now. LeBron and AD aren't primary three-point shooters. I think the Milwaukee Bucks in the East are doing that. They're not primary three-point shooters. Yes, the Boston Celtics in the East have three-point shooters, but they're not like the Rockets and just chuck up a bunch of threes. You don't have to emulate the Golden State Warriors you do not have to shoot 53s a game. You don't have to become the Houston Rockets and become ba barely watchable 
to become successful in this modern day NBA. Kawhi Leonard showing it right now. And I think Kawhi Leonard might be the best player in the league. He might be also very boring. I mean, if you want to go watch, it kind of reminds me of the Spurs in a way. Same with the Bucks. I mean, I don't think Giannis is the most exciting player to watch in the league. I mean, I personally, you know me, I like Steph Curry. I like Luka Doncic. I find them way more exciting to watch than Giannis and Kawhi. But today, I think Giannis and Kawhi are better than Luka Doncic. And I mean, that's not going out on a limb and saying anything. But today, someone like Kawhi Leonard, he's a machine. It reminds me of the San Antonio Spurs. So do the Bucks. They remind me of the San Antonio Spurs. And I think, and I've gone back and forth on this so many times, but I think we're going to get it to the NBA Finals. I had picked the Lakers. I think it's going to be the Clippers and the Bucks. I think the Clippers and the Bucks are going to make the NBA Finals. And two teams, this might be an eyesore for the NBA. This might not be the ratings the NBA wants. But it reminds me of when the Detroit Pistons and the and the uh, San Antonio Spurs played in the NBA Finals, and this is going to be a very similar type of series. I think the ratings might be down a ton because I think the public in general rather watch LeBron, Steph, than Kawhi, Giannis. I mean, here's the thing with Giannis: even though he's great and he's a good guy, he's foreign, so people don't really get behind it as much. Kawhi, on the other end. He barely talks. We don't know much about his personality, so I don't think fans get super excited for that. Now, yesterday, Jamal Murray, uh, I, I mean, I keep joking on Twitter ever since he showed his junk on, on Twitter. He's been unbelievable and really damn good, and he did it again. Um, he becomes the fourth player in NBA history to score 50-plus points twice in a series, joining Donovan Mitchell this series, Michael Jordan, and Allen Iverson. Um, three of those guys all have one thing in common right now. They, none of them have championships. And I know that's not fair to Donovan Mitchell or Jamal Murray right now, but I, I wonder if we are getting overboard here with stats and not realizing the game's a whole different game. Now people get hot. It's also in a bubble. There's no fans shooting has been absolutely fantastic in this bubble. And I love Jamal Murray. I love the Denver Nuggets. I've been saying that since this restarted. I, I think they can go to the Western Conference Finals. Now I don't because I think uh, I, I think the Clippers should be able to beat both of these teams. But I think I actually kind of feel like the winner of the next series between the Jazz and Nuggets versus the Clippers is going to be the representative of Western Conference Finals in the NBA Finals. So, so in general, I don't think we should get carried away. But I do want to say, I wonder if you know Jamal Murray. As long as Michael Porter Jr. does turn out to be as good as I think he can be, is this a team that's primed to win NBA championships down the line? And I say yes. Jamal Murray reminds me a lot of Chauncey Billups in a big moments. I mean, they play a little bit of a different game, but the way that they kind of step up late in big moments and they don't really care about the, you know, the atmosphere is it too big what's going on there they really don't care and i find it fa fascinating and fantastic that both of them are like that i like both a ton and um that's why i think jamal murray could be the third best guy on a championship team i don't think he can be the second best guy on the championship team unless your number one is it's really damn good. And, you know, Jokic is probably going to finish top five in MVP voting this year. And I think he's the top 10 to 12 player in the league. So maybe this team is primed to make a run. I really like them. And I think that the Denver Nuggets down the line will win an NBA championship. And I kind of feel like in general, the NBA is primed for parity. 
I know I grew up in this NBA where teams won championships over and over and over again. I, I, since I started watching when I was young and I'm, you know, 32 years old, the Bulls won three in a row. The Rockets won two in a row. The Bulls won three in a row. The Lakers won a ton. The Spurs won a ton in a row. The Miami Heat, the Golden State Warriors, the Lakers, Celtics sprinkled one in. But in general, I feel like the NBA could get to a point here where we are seeing the NBA have some parity, we, where we have teams instead of winning, you know, three championships in a row, we start seeing a little bit more like the NFL, which, you know, you sprinkle in the Eagles, you sprinkle in the Ravens, the Giants, uh, the Seahawks, the Broncos, teams win championships more, right? Like we're not, I think we go back to the 70s in the NBA, the Bullets won, the Sonics won. The Blazers won. I think we see a decade of NBA basketball coming up like that where I see the Clippers can win the championship. I see the Nuggets can win the championship. I see a lot of different teams that can win championships. And that's where I think the NBA could be going. Uh, just quick thoughts on tonight's games. Um, I think the Miami Heat and Bucks. I think the, I think people are getting too cute here with the Miami Heat. I keep hearing the people, oh, the Miami Heat, man, upset alert. Eh, pump your brakes a little bit. I think the Miami Heat are a good team, but I think the Milwaukee Bucks take this series. And lastly, I want to talk about um, the Thunder and Rockets. I think we're going to have two Game 7s in the Western Conference. I think the Thunder win today and force a Game 7. As long as they don't let Luke Dort uh, keep shooting threes every time he's open, I think the Rockets are leaving Luke Dort open for a reason. And I think teams need to start realizing, uh, the Thunder need to start realizing that soon and stop letting... Luke Dort to sh shoot, you know, 10 times a game. He should be playing good defense on James Harden. And he's a good defender. But in general, I mean, even last game, James Harden shot the ball really well and it was really efficient. So if Luke Dort is missing shots and James Harden is making all the shots, there's no reason for Luke Dort to even be out there. And as I was saying earlier on this podcast, like I do think it, People forget that defense is 50% of a game, and I call it 40% of a game in the NBA because guys make tough shots. And even though I saw Luke Dort playing really tough defense and playing really good and all over James Harden, it still wasn't good enough because James Harden makes tough shots. All right, a little shift here to uh, Tottenham and soccer. I know you guys aren't big soccer guys, everyone listening to my podcast, and I'm not saying... You guys got to be big soccer guys, nor am I saying you guys are going to like soccer. I love soccer, and people know that about me. I want to talk about what's going on with All or Nothing, the Amazon series with Tottenham Hotspur, who are my favorite English Premier League team and my favorite soccer club in the world. And if you don't have a favorite soccer club, choose one, follow them. It makes it a lot more fun. Now, Tottenham, when I chose them, uh, had a different coach, and then he got fired midseason last year, and they brought in a legend named Jose Marino for those who don't listen to soccer or watch any soccer. Now, this Tottenham Hotspur series on Amazon Prime goes through that transition from, Maureen, from Pochettino to Marino, and you get a watch. like It's almost like hard knocks for the NFL fans out there but actually during the regular season of the English Premier League. So you get to watch um, Tottenham go through their season. You get to get to know the players. You get to get to know the personalities. And it's a, so much fun, right? And you get to see how damn intense 
European soccer is. Uh, traveling to Belgrade, Serbia, and you see the military is escorting him into the stadium because it's dangerous for you know the other team. It's not a dangerous place to be; it's just dangerous for the other team. So it's a lot of fun to watch, and you're like, "Damn, this is so cool!" But they bring in uh, Jose Marino, who has 25 trophies as a manager. It'd be like literally Greg Popovich walking into the door of an NBA team. And what I want to talk about for a moment here is leadership. The guy's leadership is incredible. I think you got to watch the show. You got to watch how he interacts with his players, his um, co-workers, his chairman of the club, with the media, or even when the cameras are on him. I know he probably does a lot of things for the camera, but leadership qualities 101. And I find leadership so fascinating because I think a lot of people want to become a leader, but I think only few people are actually naturally born leaders. And I think you can develop some leadership skills and get better at leadership. But in general, Jose Marino, I think, was a born natural leader. And it's so much fun watching him just interact with the club and interact with all the players and interact with the media and the cameras. And I think you should definitely watch this. And what I noticed was so important about his leadership skill, and I think everyone who watches will notice right away about his leadership skills, is the way he says things that might make other people uncomfortable and asks uncomfortable questions. So he brings in one of the best players on the team, Deli Ali, and he tells him, hey, man, I don't know why you're up and down. You should be at a really high level and you reach that high level and then you kind of dip down and you bring, go back up and you dip that back down. And he told him, I don't really know you. I don't know if you party. I'm not trying to be your dad. I'm not trying to be your uh, grandpa. I'm not trying to be your uncle. I'm trying to be your head coach. And I want to tell you, I want to get the best out of you as a player. So if you're partying, if you're doing something like that, and he said something, I was 25 years old yesterday and I'm 55 now. Time flies quick. And I th I found that really cool. And remember that always. Time flies by quick. Go watch this and, and go see what leadership is all about because his leadership skills were uncanny. His leadership skills are fun. And I, you'll actually laugh a shit ton because he's also really funny. And I kind of feel like that's one thing with leadership that's really important is funny, right? You need to be lighthearted so people can get the message across. If you're monotone, if you're boring, people are going to be like, man, what is this guy saying? Hey, I can say the best words in the whole entire world. But, um, you know, but no, but he's like energetic and he's funny and he's like, he makes you laugh. So when someone's making you laugh, you listen. All right. So here's this new segment. I'm going to start doing it every Thursday. Um, once football season begins, so I'm gonna act. So I'm gonna actually do it today, and but I'm not gonna do it again until after week one ends. But I want to kind of set the board here for everyone listening. This is gonna be my weekly NFL quarterback rankings, and I have tiers, right? So you, there's different places in this country. We all know. I was gonna do the world, but then I was like, you know what? Not too many people relate to the world, like Dubai or whatever. And I was like, we're gonna do it by country and we have uh, or by cities so we have tiers of quarterbacks all 32 quarterbacks so the worst is if you live in gary indiana so sorry for all those listening to gary indiana really high crime rate you don't want to be in gary indiana living there cold weather not the best in the middle of a country shitty weather is really the biggest pro and bad crime is really really the reason there the second group before that is the Anchorage, Alaska group. No, no offense. I have a 
really good friend who lives in Alaska, but Alaska is cold, man. It's the coldest place in the country. Do you want to live in the coldest place in the country? I say not. And it also has a really high crime rate per capita, believe it or not. And people are really unhappy there in general in Anchorage, Alaska. So that was like my second tier of quarterbacks are the Anchorage, Alaskas. Then right in the middle is the Omaha, Nebraska's. I've been to Omaha. I actually did my master's degree in Omaha. So those who don't know, I have a master's in business administration. So an MBA. I'm not in the NBA, but I have an MBA. And uh, I did it in Omaha, Nebraska. I actually used to fly to Omaha uh, twice a month, I think, or is every three weeks. And I spent three, four days there. It was like one of those executive programs. And I'd stay there. I'd learn. I'd come home. And I love Omaha, Nebraska. That's why it's in the middle. It's a good place to live. You're happy. You can, you know, do some fun things there. But you're not, you're not prime real estate in Omaha. But there's some really good things in Omaha. So the Omaha, Nebraska, is the middle of the pack QB tiers. Then right before that, I call them the Miami with a pool. It's a good place, man. You live in Miami. You got a pool. You have good weather. There's some hurricanes. So this Miami's not perfect. And then lastly, Manhattan, New York penthouse this is the best you're top notch you're overlooking the biggest city in the country you're on top of a world with these quarterbacks so we're going to do reverse order 32 through one these are my rankings of the 32 uh best quarterbacks and i'll tell you when we switch tiers so the gary indiana tiers number 32 tyrod taylor for the chargers look he's not going to last that long they're probably looking to replace him and in general, Justin Herbert should be the quarterback here pretty soon. Number 31, Dwayne Haskins of the Redskins. Uh, sorry, of the Washington football team. I know they changed their name. Um, he He's fighting for a job this year. We don't know much about him. We know that they have a new coaching staff. He seems to have a ton of confidence, but I don't know how much confidence the coaching staff has in him. Number 30, Nick Foles slash Mitch Trubisky. We don't even know who the starter is. So at that point, you can't be that high. Number 29, Ryan Fitzpatrick for the Miami Dolphins. Look, I think the Dolphins, if they get Tua, um, some more reps, he would have been starting. But no preseason, it's really hard to throw Tua out there from game one. Number 28, Gardner Minshew. Um, really fun to watch, really fascinating story, but not really good. And I, I, they might be looking for a quarterback of the future shortly. All right, so the Anchorage, Alaska crew. This is, you know, uh, not, not as bad as Gary, Indiana. The Cam Newton's number 27. Derek Carr at number 26. Um, hey, at least he's in Vegas. 25, Teddy Bridgewater. I think I'm a lot lower on Teddy Bridgewater than most people. Number 24, Daniel Jones. Uh, look, these guys can all move up. This is too early to tell. And this is for this year, right? This is not. This is a QB ranking for this year. 23, Baker Mayfield. 22, Joe Burrow. Even though I saw a picture of him on Instagram today, and he's looking ripped as shit. So maybe I, I'm wrong about him, and he's going to be a lot higher. And there's so many things I like about Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is going to be a really, really good quarterback in this league, and I think he'll move into the next tier by the time the season gets going. But he's going to struggle a little bit with, as a rookie in, in no preseason. 21, Ryan Tannehill. 20, Josh Allen. And 19, Phil Rivers round out my Anchorage, Alaska crew. The Omaha, Nebraska's number 18, Jimmy G. Um, look, he's good, not great. 17, Drew Locke. I think Drew Locke is the one who's going to make the biggest jump on this group this year. I think he's going to jump into the next tier of quarterbacks, but he's not there yet. He has to prove it through a few games, and I think no preseason kind of hurts. He has a ton of weapons. 16, Jared Goff. 15, Sam Darnold. Hopefully he doesn't make out with anyone and doesn't get mono. 14, Kyler Murray, another guy who can make a jump. 
13, Ben Roethlisberger, 12, Dak Prescott, and 11, Kirk Cousins. Now, my guys, Miami of a pool, you're happy with the quarterback. You can't get too much better, but you're not you're not in that New York City penthouse yet. Number 10, Matt Stafford. Number 9, Matt Ryan. 8, Aaron Rodgers. And 7, Drew Brees. And then in New York City, Matt and Patton Penthouse. Your franchise is really, really happy with you. Carson Wentz at 6, if he, but he has to stay healthy. 5, Tom Brady. Uh, look, they got him weapons. They're really happy with him in Tampa, so hopefully he does pan out the way. I think he will. Number four, Deshaun Watson. Three, Russell Wilson. I know a lot of people want me to put Russell Wilson two or one, but I had to put him three, even though he's my team's quarterback because I think he's just – last year, Lamar got the MVP. Pat Mahomes got the um, – Super Bowl ring, so I had to put Russell Wilson just below them a notch, but he can jump them this year. He might be number one by the end of the year or number two. Two, Lamar Jackson and one, Pat Mahomes. I don't think too many people would argue with me that Pat Mahomes is the Manhattan penthouse of quarterbacks. So once again, you got your New York Cities, your Miami with a pool, your Omaha, Nebraska's, your Anchorage, Alaska's, and your Gary, Indiana's of quarterbacks. That is my quarterback tiers, and uh, as I said, we're going to do this every single Thursday during football season before Thursday night football. So you will know who's going into the next week with their quarterback tiers. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as I said, this should be coming on live from Mexico starting on Thursday. If you like this podcast, please share it with three or four people. Uh, starting next week, we'll hopefully get more interviews on this podcast and we'll put them on right after the live portion of the show. I just haven't got there yet. We will get there. Um, we're just kind of shuffling a few things around. So thank you for listening. As always, share this with a few people. And this has been Sports on Tap. And this has been Sports Radio Redefined. Oh, thank you.